promised you we'd get here, and here we are. Today we're talking about giant peanuts. For other giant nuts, please see episode 6. As I covered previously, the peanut is not a botanical nut, but instead a legume. It's classified as both a grain legume and an oil crop due to its high oil content. Peanuts grow underground and have also been known as ground nuts, goobers, earth nuts, and monkey nuts. That last one is used particularly in the UK. I'll read here from a 2013 Grub Street article. The UK's Food Standards Agency has recalled transparent bags of wholehearted roast monkey nuts from all Booth's supermarket stores. Apparently, since there's no explicit note that the bag of nuts contains peanuts, customers with allergies are endangered. We'd like to know who purchased this product and thought they were eating monkey testicles. We're starting off our journey through the giant goobers of America naturally with the peanut of welcome. It's at the Alabama Welcome Center just north of the Florida border in Cottonwood, and it's easy to miss. Standing only three or four feet tall near the parking lot, it might often be overshadowed by a stone monument and large helicopter that also sit outside the center. Looking at the photos, it seems like you could wrap your arms around this peanut and give it a hug if you wanted, which sounds like it's worth a stop to me. Go hug a peanut. Elsewhere in the state, you can find the self-proclaimed peanut capital of the world. Naturally, Dothan, Alabama has some big ol' nuts. In fact, you can find 44 different peanut statues all around the town. They also host a national peanut festival each fall, and a big peanut with USA written on the side stands next to the entrance to the festival fairgrounds. The original Goober statue was a golden one, which you can view at their convention and visitor center. Here I'll read from the city's website. Giant peanuts are starting to crop up on every street corner in Dothan. Thanks to the Dothan Downtown Redevelopment Authority, DDRA, the public art project Peanuts Around Town was undertaken to provide funding for the addition of two new murals in the historic downtown area. Local businesses, civic organizations, and individuals may purchase and decorate their peanut according to their own concept. The five-foot-high peanut sculptures are made entirely of fiberglass and weigh 55 pounds. Prior to permanent installation by the city, the peanuts will be filled with concrete and will weigh approximately 400 pounds. There are currently over 40 peanuts around Dothan. Each sculpture is as unique as the individual organization itself. You can find an Elvis peanut, a movie director peanut with a camera, an American flag peanut, Mr. Peanut Head, the violin nut, and many more. I'd be remiss on this peanut podcast if I didn't include peanuts statues also. You know, Snoopy, Charlie Brown, Lucy and the gang. After Peanuts creator and St. Paul native Charles Schultz's death in 2000, Twin Cities artists created 101 five-foot statues of Snoopy in a classic pose, with his arms outstretched and his ears standing tall. 
as part of a project called Peanuts on Parade. Each one was decorated by a different artist, often in a theme that reflected the statue's sponsor. Several more were created for corporate displays and private collectors on top of the official 101. Most are made of fiberglass and are coated with a gel finish, but you can also find some bronze ones in St. Paul's Landmark Plaza. The fiberglass statues were auctioned off to raise money for charity and to fund the permanent bronze ones. I grew up about an hour away from the Twin Cities and visited often, so I remember when these statues began to appear everywhere. You can find State Fair Snoopy at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, the North Star Flying Ace in the Lindbergh Terminal of the Minneapolis Airport, World Traveler Snoopy in Terminal 1 of the airport, Snoopy dressed as a hockey player on the Minnesota Wild at the XL Energy Center, and many, many more. Okay, back to Goobers. Let's pay tribute to one fallen friend in Ashburn, Georgia. Formerly a contender for the world's largest peanut, Hurricane Michael blew the 10-foot nut off its base in 2018. In theory, it will be restored someday, but for now, all that remains is a 15-foot brick tower with a plaque. Let's have a moment of silence. Over in Blakely, Georgia, though, an 8-foot stone monument has a 3-foot peanut that sits on top of it. The monument declares Early County as the largest peanut-producing center in the world and has sat outside the county courthouse since 1954. If you slide on over to Texas, you can find a few more. In Floresville, Texas, there's a big peanut for the Peanut King also on the town's courthouse lawn. The six-foot-tall peanut stands on its end and was erected in 1970 to pay tribute to Joe T. Sheehy, who introduced the Spanish peanut to the area and died in 1967. The plaque says, In loving memory of the peanut king, Joe T. Sheehy, who in 1916 experimented with peanut farming and introduced it as a viable crop to the farmers of Wilson County. Each October, the town hosts its Floresville Peanut Festival and Goober Games. There's a ceremony where they crown Queen Tunip, peanut backwards, and King Reboog, goober backwards. Another self-proclaimed world's largest peanut sits in Pearsall, Texas. Erected in 1973, its sign states that the town markets 55 million pounds of peanuts annually. It's about six feet long and sits horizontally on metal supports. In Pelion, South Carolina, they host the annual South Carolina Peanut Party every August. It includes a parade, a celebration of boiled peanuts, and a PB&J sandwich eating contest. If you visit the town, you can see a six-foot cast iron peanut standing on end and mounted on top of a four-foot post. One article mentioned that it sort of looked like a corn dog, and I really see it. Excuse me while I Google giant corn dogs. Over in Bluffton, South Carolina, there's a contender for the world's largest boiled peanut. It's an impressive 22 feet long and lays on its side, 
created in 2013 for what else but a boiled peanut festival, it's made of plywood and spray foam. You can find it outside Cahill's Market. Oklahoma is home to yet another self-proclaimed world's largest peanut, but this one isn't even really in the running. The cast metal peanut sculpture measures only 3 feet long and 18 inches around. It was unveiled Friday, November 5, 1974. Here I'll read from a November 2017 405 magazine piece. Olin Miller, a Durant businessman who chaired the Oklahoma Peanut Princess pageant and who, based upon his skill as a community booster, soon would be named president of the Durant Chamber of Commerce, came up with a nutty idea to promote the town. Under the headline, Goober to put Durant on map, he told the Oklahoman the week before the statue's dedication, Durant had been known far and wide as the city with the awful Main Street traffic. We have our bypass in now on US 69 through 75, and most of the heavy truck traffic that has rubbed down Main Street for years is gone. I wanted Durant to be known for something good. The $2,500 cost was split five ways. Miller, the two banks in town, John Haskins at DeLeon Peanut Co., and Jack Sawyer of Goldkist, each kicking in $500. To make sure not just any peanut would be memorialized, Miller took a bag of Bryan County peanuts to ARK Ramos in Oklahoma City. An artist from the firm sorted through the specimens choosing a favorite based on color and shape. He put the winner in a glass jar, examined it from all angles, and sketched a precise model that then was cast. To trumpet the new edition, signs were added three months later on the highways leading into town. Durant, home of the world's largest peanut and a few other nuts. In a story that made national news, the Associated Press noted city council members had received so many complaints from unamused residents that they scheduled a public hearing on whether the signs should remain. The report dutifully noted Durant is in the heart of Oklahoma's peanut country and bills itself as the peanut capital of the world. The signs, and even the peanut, were taken by pranksters over the years. The peanut returned, the signs did not. Four decades after its bold declaration, the Durant Gooper does not rank among the top 60 largest peanuts in the nation. Alright, I've saved the worst for last, my nightmare. I'm plagued by the thought of this beastly peanut coming at me with its massive teeth. Yes, you heard me right. The 13-foot-tall Jimmy Carter peanut in Plains, Georgia, features an unnerving, toothy smile that was modeled after Carter's own grin. No eyes, mind you. No nose, or ears, or any other part of a face. Just a big grin, with lips and weirdly long teeth. You can only really see the top row. I spent a long time staring at it, trying to make some sense of it. Please don't look at it for too long yourself. I really do not recommend. Why a peanut? Well, the former president used to be a peanut farmer, and this statue was built in Evansville, Indiana, for the city's September 1976 Democrat dinner, where Carter was the guest of honor. 
Here I'll read from the Roadside America article about the goober. It was the brainstorm of Loretta Townsend, 1935-2017, to who was in charge of the decorations and was inspired by the image of Jimmy's toothy mouth superimposed on a peanut that had been used on Carter campaign buttons and souvenirs. With the help of two friends, James Keeley and Doyle Kiefer, Loretta sculpted the peanut out of polyurethane foam sprayed over a series of metal hoops covered with chicken wire. Loretta told us that before the dinner took place, the peanut had to be inspected by two Secret Service agents, who cut a hole in its back to make sure that the grinning goober didn't contain a bomb or assassin. The hole remained a mysterious feature on the peanut for many years until it was eventually patched over. After making an appearance in Evansville's Westside Nut Club Fall Festival Parade, the peanut was shipped to Plains, Jimmy's hometown, where it was awkwardly propped on the platform of the railroad depot. Maxine Reese, 1931-2000, president of the Plains Historical Preservation Trust, made the bold decision to turn the peanut into something it was never meant to be, a permanent roadside attraction. She moved it to the north end of town onto a patch of land that she owned next to a mini-mart and gas station. The peanut has been there ever since. Honestly, it's an abomination. As often happens, I'm finding, with roadside figures, a car ran into it in 2000 and knocked it over, and yet they dutifully repaired it restored it, and fortified it with a metal post set into a concrete base. But you won't see a picture of the former president with a peanut. Apparently, he doesn't like it. I wonder why. The first thing I remember consciously stealing as a young kid was a peanut out of a large open bin of them at our local Super Value grocery store. There they sat, plentiful and unpackaged. I grabbed one to tuck in my pocket when my mom wasn't looking, but immediately felt guilty. Who can really blame little me, though? A peanut has a certain appeal. Its shape and tidy packaging, the satisfying crunch of the shell as you open it to reveal twinned nuts nestled safely inside, the familiar salty taste greeting your tongue. It's no wonder so many different places wanted to celebrate the peanut. Have you been to any of these big peanuts? Have a story to share? Have a tip about a big roadside attraction you want me to cover? Did I get something wrong? Please email me at reststoppod at gmail.com. That's R-E-S-T-S-T-O-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. And I might read your message on the next episode. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at reststoppod, R-E-S-T-S-T-O-P-P-O-D. If you're enjoying the show, we'd really love it if you could write us a review. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out in terms of getting the podcast heard by new people. All right, I hope you have a good two weeks. Bye. For breakfast, for dinner time, for supper, most any time. The merry twinkle in his eye, he's got a 
takes you by each morning that whistle blows each morning that whistle blows if an apple keeps the doctor from your door peanuts ought to keep you from him even more peanuts we'll meet again peanuts the street again